This is Retail Retold, the story of how that store ended up in your neighborhood. I'm your host, Chris Ressa, and I invite you to join my conversation with some of the retail industry's biggest influencers. This podcast is brought to you by DLC Management. I'd like to thank one of our sponsors, RetailOpeningsAndClosings.com. In today's dynamic retail landscape, tracking openings and closings before they take place has never been more important. Having this intelligence is an undeniable competitive advantage. RetailOpeningsAndClosings.com, also known as ROCK, tracks future openings and future closings. Comprehensive, accurate, and reliable, the ROCK is your crystal ball and the key to making well-informed decisions with confidence in today's evolving retail climate. Welcome to Retail Retold, everyone. Today we have Jennifer Nello. Jen is the director of real estate for Planet Fitness. She's been in commercial real estate for 20 years. She's worked on the tenant side for Starbucks, Panda. She was formerly a broker. She worked on the development side and most currently she's at Planet Fitness. We are excited to have her on. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Jen, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do at Planet Fitness and what Planet Fitness is up to these days? Sure. So I am the director of real estate for corporate. Um, I approve all of the proposed real estate locations for our franchisees in 11 states and Mexico. Um, I'm also responsible for market planning. And as well as uh, leading our partnership with Kohl's and some other retailers interested in quote unquote right sizing their footprints uh, or selling adjacent excess land. Oh, that's really cool gig. You mentioned Mexico and recently we were talking about Mexico. What's it like doing deals internationally? You know, it's been really great. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's, so different. I mean, just like here, you use your local broker um, and look for sites. Um, I would say, you know, when negotiating, there are some things that are a little bit different, but for the most part, it's, it's been a great experience. It's really fun to go down there. Um, I love Mexico. So we're excited about our, our growth plan there. How many locations do you guys have in Mexico? Right now, we've got uh, four open and one more that will open this year. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, and you know, we've got a lot more planned for Monterey and Mexico city and and going further South. So we're just getting started. Um, but it's looking really good. So planet has been on a tear planet fitness, health and wellness is a hot category. Fitness is, you know, a, a subsector of health and wellness. That's really hot. And you all have opened up a tremendous amount of clubs year over year. You guys are now public. What's the story here? How has this been possible? What's going on? How how did you guys do this? Yeah, it's really been exciting to be a part of such a strong company um, and a really unique culture, I I would say. Our our founders, uh, we still have Chris Rondo, who's our, our current CEO. He is you know, the reason the culture is, is what it is today. So really excited to have him 
um, as a leader. Um, right now we've got, uh, well, as of the end of 2019, we hit uh, 2,000 clubs, which was really exciting uh, across 50 states and five countries. So we're, we're, we're really growing. Uh, we opened 261 gyms last year. We're on track to do, you know, more than 250 this year. Um, we have seven times the locations of our next largest competitor. Um, we, you know, spend unmatched marketing dollars, over $650 million spent on, on local and national advertising. To date, we've got over 15 or 14 million members um, with an attrition rate of one and a half to two and a half percent of the members who have been with us for at least a year. Unbelievable. All, all really exciting. Um, we're not stopping. We're going to continue to grow. Um, and, and it's been a great ride for the short time that I've been here. Why do you think Planet's been able to, you know, be so successful, have that growth, acquire 14 million members? What's Planet doing that that's so great? I think it's really keeping it simple and, you know, we are the judgment-free zone. We, you know, everyone is welcome. You could be on a treadmill and have, you know, someone over 55 to your right and a 20 year old on your left. Um, we, we just, we attract, you know, a, a wide range of folks. Our, our, our demos skew a little bit younger and more female. But really, we, we get everybody, which is so great. It, it's, a, it's a welcoming place. It's, it's, a, it's a good feeling. You don't feel intimidated when you walk in there. Our membership fee is, you know, affordable, obviously. So, you know, a lot of folks can do, you know, if you want to be part of a soul cycle or a boxing or, you know, you've got a... a another activity you'd like to do, you can afford to be a part of Planet and another gym. So the the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid. So it's 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 simple, it's affordable. And I do think the judgment-free zone, I, I agree with you. I think that's been a big part of the success. It's very welcoming. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there potentially intimidated by health and wellness because you have these gyms with these you know, people who are throwing around heavy weights and it's intimidating and planet is not that. And so I think that is uh, a really key component to the member acquisition that you guys have had 261 clubs last year. And you, you guys have the same plan for this year. Yeah, we're, we are definitely going to do, you know, um, over 250, I'm sure. Um, not really able to give out a specific number, obviously, but, um, you know, we are on track uh, for the same type of growth, which is great. And so how are you, it feels like that there's a lot of competition in health and wellness today. It's such a hot category. There's, you know, a lot of class boutique fitness gyms. There's LA Fitness, 24-Hour Fitness, the Crunch Fitness, Orange Theory, you mentioned Soul Cycle, all these groups. How are you find you know, how are you finding competition and continually able to have the growth that you're having with all this competition coming? How are how are you guys looking at that? Well, we're definitely not afraid of it. Um, we are 
you know, seven times larger, uh, seven times the locations of our next largest competitor. And, you know, I, I think we're always happy to go head to head. I think, you know, people like our, our model. It's simple. I think a lot of folks have, you know, tried to recreate it and, um, we just own it. You know, we were the first, um, the first ones out there offering this. And I think that has made a difference and we've got loyal, loyal members. So. Incredible. And, and these are, there are some corporate locations, but a lot of, uh, majority of the, the franchise driven and the franchise, the franchisees are these, you know, single owners. Do these franchisees own a lot of locations? Well, it's sort of um, across the board. I mean, we've got both, but I would say, you know, vast majority of our uh, franchisees are, are, all of them are very sophisticated. Um, They know what they're doing. They believe in the brand. They're great operators. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of the larger groups are private equity backed. Um, So strong, strong operators and, um, you know, they really believe in, in what they do and believe that we are helping people um, be healthier. So. Awesome. Well, let's say it, you guys have been on a great run. I'm, I'm, you know, rooting for continued success. And I think it's been really exciting to watch you guys really become this juggernaut that you have. So kudos to you all and uh, keep on keeping on. Thanks. So I wanted to talk about something that I think has been pretty interesting, which is this, you know, the the partnership that you guys have with Coles. And I think you guys now have four clubs open that were you took a portion of Coles stores. So why don't you tell us about you know, how that partnership became and working those deals with not a landlord, but with a tenant. Sure. So I guess it would be a couple of years ago, we had a franchisee group here in Dallas um, looking for, you know, sites and there was a Coles, a Coles deal of interest. And so it sort of morphed from there. Um, I came on not long after that and um, was, basically given the task of, of negotiating all the deals nationally. Um, and so we, we've really created a strong, strong partnership relationship. I, I love working with um, Scott Schnuckle and his team. They are absolutely the best. And um, we have made a lot of progress. We've got, um, you know, another uh, five deals opening this year, and we've got a strong pipeline for 2021. I don't have, you know, an exact number yet for 2021, but we're just going to, you know, keep moving along. It's, it's been a partnership that has worked. So the gyms that are open look great. Um, they're doing really well. Um, so it's, it's been a, a good, good ride with them. So the, the, the first one that you saw was a franchisee wanted a location where Coles was open in Texas or were they, was it dark Coles? No, they were they were open, and I think uh, you know we they had probably heard through the grapevine that you know this right sizing was coming about, and so they wanted to see if there was a possibility uh, of doing something like that, and that's sort of 
from what I understand, that's how it started. So now, you know, other retailers are obviously catching on and I'm, I'm working with some of those other retailers as well um, because it is, it's a new, uh, it's new to folks and it's not so easy to get it off the ground. So I think having this, this cold um, partnership is, is really going to help us um, as we move forward with some other folks as well. And so you guys start the discussion with Kohl's about, you know, taking a portion of the space where they're open and, you know, putting in a Planet Fitness. Are these locations that are owned by Kohl's or are they, are there, is there a landlord and Kohl's is a tenant? Yeah, there's a a mixture. There are both situations. Is it is it more challenging? I assume it's more challenging when you add another party to the mix and Coles is a tenant and then you're a subtenant of Coles. We've we've made it work. So we've done both types of deals. So you guys are in touch with Coles is and now you gotta start getting into the nitty gritty. So I guess, you know, they get over the fact, you know, the old school retail where we don't want to be next to a gym. Clearly, they've gotten over that and they believe there's some synergies between fitness and retail. And, you're, you know, the old adage was fitness was just a parking hog. And I think you guys had proven that. Was that something that they had to get over as well in the beginning or were they already there? Um, no, I think it's just it's a new day. You know, I think retailers are recognizing that, you know, they need to work together. And also, we're a little bit different. Um, we don't have classes. So from a parking perspective, it's a better situation. I think, you know, our average stay is about 45 minutes. Um, so it, it's not what people think. You know, people aren't hanging out for two hours um, at the gym. So, you know, and also, you know, we're bringing traffic to that shopping center. 77% of our members, you know, will go shopping, you know, in in addition to visiting the gym. So uh, we're we're bringing them business, and I think that they are recognizing that. Wow, 77%. I had no idea. That is a really cool stat. Awesome. Good to hear. So not an easy task to take a open retailer and put up a wall and build out another business, you know, a, a gym in the same building. Did they close their stores when they did this or did they stay open? No, they stay open. Um, so it, it's worked out. It's worked out well. And the Kohl's um, stores look really great uh, inside. And so they stay open. Are you doing the construction? Is Kohl's, is there a combination? It's a combination. Um, they're delivering, you know, a basic shelf, uh, and then we come in and build out. We do our storefront. I I assume that you know, just based on the 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 look of a Coles, you know, there's a prototype Coles out there. They look very similar for to the consumer out there, and so I assume when once you kind of figured out one the others are kind of plug and play from the logistics of construction and how the, they, they stay open and then you guys come and build out and get open or am I wrong? And these buildings all have their own nuances and it makes it really challenging. Um, 
I would say they, they can be, but Foles is great about recognizing that ahead of time, um, deciding which stores are going to make the right size list. Um, and, you know, where from a design perspective and merchandising perspective, it, it makes sense for them. So we haven't encountered any, you know, crazy um, construction issues just yet. The ones that are open, where are they? So we've got uh, one in Dallas, one in New Hampshire, oh, Austin, and we've got another five opening this year. So really excited. Awesome. Uh, and I'm sorry, one in Carbondale, Illinois also. So those are the four that are open. I know Carbondale, Illinois. We own the shopping center with Best Buy, TJ Maxx, right down the road over there. So Carbondale... Austin, Dallas, and in New Hampshire. And so I know that, you know, you guys, 77%, the customers also shop and hopefully retailers are starting to see the benefit of the increased traffic. Do you guys see an increased membership being next to some of these, you know, really legacy flagship retailers? You know, I'm, I'm sure that we will. It's a little too soon to tell, uh, right now. Um, I do know that, you know, we had some really good, strong pre-sale numbers um, prior to opening some of these cold locations. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, so far, so good. Great opening. That, that will be interesting if, you know, if it's that synergistic where you drive more traffic to them and they drive more traffic to you. I, I assume that's the, the holy grail of, you know, retail destinations and that will be uh, really interesting to see. I hope that I am I am rooting for that to happen. Being a, a landlord and an owner of shopping centers, I am rooting for that to happen. Yeah, you know, Cole's um, customer profile, demographic profile, and our gym member profile—they're very similar. Um, very similar. So it, it, the partnership works really well. And so. All this, call it, disruption happening in retail, why focus on a strategy that's taking down boxes of stores that are open versus going to locations where there's vacancy? Um, I would say, number one, I mean, the strength of whole real estate um, is definitely important to us. Uh, I would then sort of backfilling a, maybe it's a tertiary center that, you know, the app where the access is challenged and things like that. Coles has really great, uh, obviously a really great real estate portfolio and um, we're excited to be a part of it. And that makes sense. The, the, so your demographic profile from what you know is pretty similar to Coles. And so that makes it a pretty good synergistic hopefully a pretty good synergistic relationship. Traditionally, Planet, you know, looking for a location, a landlord calls a Planet or you guys call a landlord. To you, what has been like the biggest difference and or learning experience by this strategic partnership that you guys have built with Kohl's? I would say, well, just basically being able to look at the country, you know, it becomes such a small, small place when you look at it nationally and all of the opportunities out there with this cold partnership 
Um, and then it's easier to look at your markets and say, oh my gosh, here are the, you know, the voids and there's a cold there or uh, it's, it's, it's been just a lot easier. I, I would say um, it's such a great resource for our franchisees and we're hoping, um, you know, to continue to build that and streamline it as, as we go along. It's a little, you know, it's always a little slower in the beginning, but we're, we're, um, we're getting there. Have you all been able to develop a template lease? I know that's the holy grail of landlords and tenants where the lease is a template. For those who don't know, a commercial lease could be 200 pages and could take forever to negotiate. Have you guys got a template? So where it's really just plugging in some of the business terms? We do. That's awesome. We do. Um, we, you know, negotiate the economics up front. We've got an abbreviated LOI template that we use. The negotiations go really fast um, between us. There's not a lot of back and forth. I mean, you know, they know where they need to be. We know where we need to be and we just get it done. And then we've got a pre-negotiated lease template as well. So um, it's been a great process. Going back to the beginning and these four locations, how did we identify these four? I know the Dallas one was kind of facilitated by the the franchisee, but in Carbondale or in in New Hampshire and in in Austin, why those versus something in Washington or Florida? Anything anything unique, or was it just about why those were the ones for the Coles Planet partnership versus? planet going into a different location? Well, we've got locations all over the country that we're negotiating. The, the issue is, as you know, um, being a landlord, getting the use waivers uh, take time. So a, a lot of, you know, what we decided to move forward with was dictated by, you know, the approval process and, and what would take more time and it pushed into 20 and the 20s pushing to 21. Um, so it's just, you got to work through all of that. And at, for that first round, we really, um, you know, we moved forward with the deals that uh, we had these approvals in hand or, you know, there weren't any needed. Um, it was the, the lower hanging fruit for sure. Makes sense, you know, unencumbered, path of least resistance is a good place to start to kick off and get the partnership rolling. Anything else about this unique partnership that, you know, the listeners out there should know? Well, I think it's, it's just been, we were so lucky to be uh, paired with a company that has such a strong team and really were willing to work with us. And, you know, there are no egos involved, no, um, you know, bullish negotiation. It was, it just came so easy and, uh, such a good friendship with Scott now. And we really, um, want to do right by each other and make this work. So we're doing everything that we can to, to do that. And, um, so that our brands are, are successful and, um, we can continue doing this for years. Awesome. Do you guys have a list of like X amount of stores that they're looking to downsize and these are the opportunities out there? Is that how it works or is it a little more? Yeah. Opportunistic? Um, 
they've got, you know, a list like most retailers do of, of um, stores that they're wanting to right size. So um, the great thing is, you know, they're, they're as a, a fitness partner, they're coming to us first and saying, hey, you know, what do you think about this? Would you like this location? Um, so that's really nice. Um, and then, you know, we're also driving markets and saying, hey, guys, what about this one? And it may not be on the list. And and if it makes sense for them from a design perspective, then it, it goes on the list. So. Very cool. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. I, I am hoping uh, the the partnership works out, as I'm sure you are. It looks like it is. And exciting to see continued innovation in the industry. I think there's a, you know, a lot of innovation based on this partnership. One, the retailer wanting to partner with the fitness use, which I think is groundbreaking in the retail real estate industry. And then two, just the the creativeness as the store optimization process continues to unfold in America that uh, you guys are part of it. So uh, excited to see uh, cool to learn about uh, what you guys are up to and there's more to come. So thank you for uh, sharing that. So the last part of our show, Retail Wisdom, I, th- I think you know uh, what this is about. I've got three questions for you. They are, I hope, all fun. You ready? Uh, sure. All right. Question one. Best piece of commercial real estate advice. I would say relationships matter. Um, it's a it's a small world and you know an even smaller industry, and so I I usually tell younger folks getting into this business, you know, you you want to outwork everyone and you want to be nice. And when you negotiate a deal, I don't care what side you're on, if you're a broker, if you're the landlord, if you're the tenant. You know, just, you know, don't be overly bullish in your negotiation style or tactic. There's just no need. You know, for me, it was always um, the best thing to do would be to sit down face to face and get to know this person and, and just work out the deal. And honestly, the relationships I've made 20 years ago, I, I still am really close to these people. And I, I think that's the most important learning. Do you think the fact that you've been on all facets of the business, being a retailer, a, a tenant, being a developer and a broker, it's helped you forge relationships? Absolutely. I think that, you know, if you haven't been a broker, then you probably don't totally understand it or get it. And, and there are amazing brokers. And I I think a lot of times they get a bad rap and um, I, there's something to be said for, you know, a broker being very loyal to their tenant and, and, uh, or their retailer and, you know, the retailer being loyal to the broker. And when you forge a really strong relationship, um, it, it makes a difference and you can really make some great headway and, and, uh, do great deals. And um, I don't know. I, I just think there's no reason to ever, you know, have any ego or, <laughs> you 
anything like that involved in getting the deals done. I, I just being um, genuine and authentic. Yeah, just be genuine and and want to do the right thing. Be honest. Um, do the right thing. All right. Sage advice. Do the right thing. I agree. All right. Question two. Extinct retailer you wish would come back from the dead. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit. So I thought more about it. We're kind of a music family. Uh, so I was thinking like, you know, Tower Records. Um, awesome. You know, it's that whole walking in and like touching vinyl. It's, it's experiential. It's fun. It's, you know, a lot of um, sort of one-off record stores now, the boutique type deals have got live music playing. And I mean, it's just fun. And I remember, you know, going in and <laughs> I mean, it was just such a great experience. And I, I know I talked about Blockbuster before. It's sort of the same thing. It was an experiential kind of deal and, and you go in with your friends and you're hanging out looking at movies that you want. Um, same thing with the Tower Records. So I would say those two would sort of be at the top of my list. Totally. I, I, I love Tower Records. I, and, and you said music family. I, you, your, your daughter's a, a music major in college and your son is, you know, turning into a rock star, right? <laughs> well, we'll see. It's early days. Yeah, Sophia is at uh, Berkeley School of Music in Boston, and Nicholas. Um, yeah, we're we're going to LA quite a bit. We'll see where where that ends up. But they're they both have music on iTunes and Spotify, and um, I'm just happy that they love music. That was really my goal as a parent. So they they took it to another level. Well, when they are icons. Make sure I get a ticket to one of their concerts. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Last question. So I'm going to pick a product and you are going to tell me the retail price. And since we're talking about health and wellness, we'll go a little alternative health and wellness. Mm -hmm. New hot category. I am on savage cbd's website savage cbd sells cbd gummies they have a package of six cbd gummies mm -hmm. what do they retail their cbd gummies for their package of six 50 milligrams each <laughs> i have not ever i mean i know i'm like the last person on earth that is not bought CBD gummies. <laughs> um, so I, I honestly have no idea what they go for. Um, let's hot, say hot product. I don't know. Uh, how many did you say are in a pack? Six gummies. That's it. You better, better be judicious in when you eat your gummies. I would say, uh, I don't know, like 50 bucks. 
$29.99, but thank you for playing. And I haven't had any either, but uh, they are definitely a hot product. We actually have a CBD store in one of our centers. So uh, you should test it out and tell me how, how they work. <laughs> I am not commenting on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, listen, thanks for playing. Thanks for telling us about this really unique partnership and what Planet Fitness is up to these days. And uh, I'm wishing you guys nothing but success and keep on rocking on. Thanks. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Retail Retold. If you want to share a story about a retail real estate deal that you were a part of on our show, please reach out to us at retailretold at dlcmgmt.com. This show highlights the stories behind the deals from all perspectives. So it doesn't matter if you are a retailer, broker, entrepreneur, architect, or an attorney. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Retail Retold so you don't miss out on next Thursday's episode.